everyone, and welcome back to another post from r slash pro revenge, a subreddit where people can post a story of how they got revenge on someone who wronged them in some way. Today's story, revenge to the tune of 50,000 plus on an owner who wrongfully fired me. This is a lengthy story that happened to me around six years ago. I'm female. I applied for a job as a bar manager at a new resto bar that opened up in my area, Ontario, Canada. The owner of this bar had some issues with her liquor license being revoked at a previous establishment, and there was some sort of stipulation, this part I'm not clear on, where she was required to a not be on site or involved in the business in any capacity for any reason. She was a prohibited person, and I believe she made her husband the owner on paper, but for this story, she is referred to as the owner. And B, hire a manager with five plus years of experience and a smart serve certificate to run and be responsible for the bar in order to get another liquor license. After a short interview process, I was offered the job and was told of these terms. I accepted them despite the already apparent red flags. I was a very, very poor college student. When the restaurant and bar opened, everything quickly fell apart. Despite the owner not being allowed to be on the premises, she proceeded to micromanage both the kitchen and front of the house. She stopped scheduling kitchen staff to save money and was working in the kitchen herself. Food quality plummeted, customers became irate at how long of a wait it was, and word spread quickly in the small town. Eventually, only a few select regulars became our only customers. More hours got cut, waitresses and kitchen staff were let go. The owner was now drinking at the bar and at the same time was waitressing and cooking. This was all in a matter of a month. One night that month, it was exceptionally nice out and we had a lot of boaters in the area. We had a pier near the bar where boats could dock and walk into the restaurant. A large group had walked in on this night and they were both very clearly underage and very clearly over-intoxicated. I immediately cut them off, to which they made a very large stink about it. Enough that the owner's husband came over to ask what happened. I explained that I had cut the group off and wasn't going to serve them, to which the owner's husband decided to take their drink orders and serve them anyway. Obviously, money was tight, so they didn't care about the rules. The next day, the owner pulled me into the office and accused me of stealing $50 out of the till the night previously. I knew this to be a lie, a lie that could easily be disproven because there is a camera located directly above the till that is synced to the timecode on the POS. I was fired on the spot. I 100% believe this was because I was refusing to serve customers and thereby damaging their bottom line. I was really miffed to be accused of doing something I didn't do, and more upset that she used this lie she made up as an excuse to fire me. 
Because the stipulation of her having her liquor license was me working at the bar as a manager, I emailed the liquor control board when I got home and informed them of the rules being broken at the bar. A liquor inspector came to meet me later that week and took a statement. He then paid a surprise visit to the bar and was able to witness all of the things that I informed him, including the owner both being on site and being involved in the business, serving minors and serving intoxicated people. The liquor inspector slapped them with a very large fine north of $50,000. Their liquor license was suspended and the owner was too broke to pay the fine and was forced to close the restaurant. I received death threats from her for a while after that, but the revenge was absolutely worth it. For those who are naysayers to their story, I worked in the alcohol industry for a bit, and at least in the US, they are actually this effin' stingy. Hell, if I sold someone alcohol and they were intoxicated, I'd be open to lawsuit under dram shop laws. There's a reason why most bars cut people off. It's a massive liability. I live in Texas. Here we have TABC, Texas Alcohol Beverage Commission. I don't know about Canada or other US states, but holy cow, are they strict here. They send singers out all the time to anywhere with a bar, underage, undercover agents. And if you're caught serving without taking an ID or serve an obviously over-intoxicated person, you're going to jail. The bartender or server will even be put in cuffs that day. I've seen it happen to coworkers. Reminds me of a lady I used to work with. She taught PE at my school and got fed up with our athletic director at the time because he wouldn't allow female sports to use the weight room unless male sports teams didn't need it. She ended up reporting it to the state, which caused a state audit. School was so pissed and fired her, claimed she should have talked to the principal instead of reporting it to the state. Big mistake. She sued for wrongful termination of her contract and won. The athletic director was forced to retire and the school system ended up paying her $500,000. All because one sexist ass wouldn't let our girls work out. So that wraps up today's post. Wrongful termination really grinds my gears, so I love hearing stories when they can get revenge. Ugh, so satisfying. Do you have any similar experiences you'd like to share? We would love to hear them in the comments below. If you liked the video, please leave a like or a comment. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more and see more posts from r slash pro revenge and other subreddits when they come out on the channel, please subscribe. As always. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Hey everyone and welcome back to r slash pro revenge, the subreddit where people post stories of expertly crafted revenge on those who have wronged them. Today's post. Revenge on the low-life landlord who first deprived us of heat and later kept our security deposit. 
I was a kid back in the 80s, two years out of college, when I moved into an apartment by the shore in New Jersey. When the cold weather arrived, there was always a few days when the apartment was cold, we would tell the super, and then the heat would start arriving. One year, the heat started decreasing in February, and inside the apartment was like in the 50s, and we had to start wearing coats. We told the super about it, and nothing happened this time. We wrote the landlord about it, and still nothing. So we checked with an attorney and learned about warranty of habitability and withholding of rents. So yet another certified letter to the landlord, and we start withholding rents. He files a motion to evict us, and we answer with the Marini defense, depositing the withheld monies with the court. The judge fines in our favor for all the money withheld. We continue to live there because there just aren't many other options as we save for a home. Flash forward to living there for six years. On the last lease, because we are about to buy a home, we write in a clause that we can break the lease with 45 days notice in writing, similar to his 45 day clause. They don't notice it because it's slightly obscured on the top left of page two, so they sign off on it and return it to me. So in the middle of the lease, we give the 45 day written notice, make the rent payments and leave. They don't return our deposit, so we sue for it, demanding double. They sue us for the remaindermint of the six months rent and refuse to return our security deposit. This is no longer small claims court, but we proceed without an attorney anyway. They're expensive. We arrive at the courthouse and court forces a round of arbitration. The arbitrator says we will lose in front of the judge and to pay the rent remaindermints. We refuse and wait for the judge. While waiting, the landlord's attorney drops by and asks why we didn't take the arbitrator's advice. So we tell him about the clause we wrote in, and he states he saw it too, and that since it was crossed out, it's not part of the deal. We show him our copy of the lease where it's not crossed out, and his face goes white as a sheet. He makes a call to the landlord, who then offers to properly break the lease with no penalty and return our security deposit in full. We refuse and we show him the certified letter stating that we would have accepted that deal up until yesterday, but that if you force us to come down to court, we want double damages of the improper withholding of the security deposit. He tries again to reach out to the landlord, but no luck this time. We go to see the judge. He looks at both leases and calls their attorney to the bench. The judge takes our lease and thrusts it toward their attorney and says, this is the lease in force. Their attorney starts walking around the courtroom like a chick with his head cut off while I try to laugh as quietly as possible. The judge fines for us for double damages. We receive nothing for a week and I go back to the courthouse where the clerk says they should pay that judgment immediately and tells us about chattel execution and gives us that form. A couple of weeks pass and a check appears from the landlord. Another month passes and we get a call from the court. They have our money. I told them the landlord had sent a check a while back, so it's all good. She tells us that we should have informed the court that we got the money to stop the chattel execution from occurring. The court sent the sheriff to their offices and confiscated office equipment and sold it all at auction to satisfy the judgment. They said, don't worry. They will just return the money to the landlord. 
That is the revenge, getting the money and having them experience the abrupt seizing of their assets at their place of business, having it sold at auction, and then having the money returned to them. Major pro-justice. Nice. This gave me a justice boner for sure. Shitty landlords suck. Just a great reminder that renters should always know their rights. You played this perfectly. 100% legal, no shenanigans. Well done. Excellent. I've been through something similar. The satisfaction when the judge sides with you just fills you with pride and conviction. Sounds like it was all totally justified, but in some places adding a change to the contract like that only works provided you have drawn the attention of the other party to it. Although in this case, I guess you could say the fact they had crossed it out proved they were definitely aware of it at some point. Since he had a similar clause to break the contract in writing in 45 days, in New Jersey that right is transferred to me also, even though it wasn't written. All's fair in love and war. Reminds me of a landlord in a northern city in Germany. He would rent to students and didn't fix anything, and the students wouldn't pay the rent, withholding it. That happened again and again, and students would happily rent his places, all old buildings with tons of troubles, just having in mind withholding the rent. Yes, they lived shittily, but, you know, as a student, money is more important. Important, he never did a written agreement, and he would often sue the students, and the judges would dismiss the case. Once, the judge, knowing the landlord, while in the hearing, he proposed, Mr. Hans Landlord, why don't you just make a written contract with this student and start over? The landlord, irate, replied, I don't want to reward this person with a written contract and letting him living in my property. The judge, barely holding the laughter, I don't think it is a reward to live in one of your properties. All, besides the landlord, laughed. As someone who works in homeowners insurance filing claims, I've heard my fair share of the shitty things that landlords do to their tenants. They deserve this and more. Good for you. I wish that it always ended this way because there are some really shitty slumlords out there. I can't tell you how many calls I've gotten where someone is having a major problem with their rental property and all they say is, that's why you have renter's insurance, go call them. So that's it for the post guys, is there anything more satisfying than expertly crafted legal revenge, you know, sticking within the bounds of what is owed to you, your rights, and just systematically sticking it to someone who tried to wrong you. I love this post, we hope you did too. As always, if you'd like to leave your reactions in the comments below, it really helps us out a lot. And if you like the video and you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash pro revenge and other subreddits when they come out in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening.